0: The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch, and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce.
1: Oh, this attic is a mess. Gee, moving such a job, I hardly know where to start. We're certainly going to need more heavy boxes. I thought you were going to help.
2: Yeah, I am, I am, honey. Oh, dear,
1: you're not much help sitting down reading all the old magazines. Come on, dear, we've got to be out of the house by the 16th, and I've been at this all day. We can still do a lot tonight.
2: No, darling, I'm not reading magazines. I was just looking through this box of old pictures here. Honey, do you feel any older than you did in high school?
1: Well, at this moment, yes.
2: No, no, come on, you know what I mean, do you?
1: No, no, I guess I feel about the same age. I don't think people ever feel older. I guess they just look older.
2: (laughs) Honey, look at this picture of me. You know, this was taken on a picnic, but honest to Pete, you know, I I don't think I look any older now, do you?
1: Oh, honey, now we went through this last week. Look, I'm going
2: home to a high school class reunion in November. I just wonder what people are going to think when they see me. Have I changed? I mean, do do I look a lot older now? There's 20 years. Don't keep saying 20 years like that, will you? 20 years is nothing. Well, you don't
1: want to still look like a 16-year-old boy? I think you have something to your face now. Character, personality, charm, warmth. Now you look like an interesting person instead of a young kid.
2: <laughs> you should have gone into the diplomatic service. No kidding.
1: <laughs> no, I mean it. I think you look much better now. I yeah, do, really. I, I well, really thank do. you.
2: <laughs> the truth is, I think you look a lot better now than you did, too. Here, here honey, look. Here's one of you.
1: Oh, I, oh, I'd forgotten that when I was 15. Oh, how I love that dress, and isn't it awful? <laughs>
2: Well, you're certainly prettier now than you were then. Honestly, Hey, you know, if if you go back with me to my class reunion, maybe the present class they will think that we're two new students.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so, dear.
2: (laughs) I wonder at what age people really begin to look older.
1: I don't know. I do know that salespeople used to call me Miss, but I've noticed lately they're saying, may I help you, madam? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Ah, they're just being polite, that's all.
1: Well, all I know is I must be older. I never got this tired when I was 16. I could dance all night and still be fresh as a daisy in the morning. Well,
2: we still can, for heaven's sake. You've just gotten overtired with the baby and now all this moving and everything. Now, when I think of being in high school, I feel that time has just stood still. Well,
1: so are we. And it won't get this packing done now. Come on, dear. Well, now forget get
2: it. Forget it, i well, say. It. You've worked all day. You need a little relaxation. Oh. Get a babysitter. You know what? We're going to the movies.
1: Oh, honey, not tonight. We leave are no, going to me. the no, movies. No, Maybe go, stop
2: go. somewhere afterwards for a little dancing. Oh, come honey. on. Let's, let's kick up our heels a little bit. We're still spring chicken. <laughs>
0: When a dog bites a man, the journalists say it's not news. When a man bites a dog, that's news. Well, in this fast-paced 20th century of ours, news happens fast and is often world-shaking in its implications. That's why more and more people turn to CBS radio to keep them abreast of what's happening. In the morning, the average American turns to radio first to bring him up to date. A program like our World News Roundup does the trick in short order, calling in correspondents from far-flung outposts with their reports gathering information, sorting and analyzing it to give you a complete picture. In the evening, if the picture is changed, you will find it out when you listen to The World Tonight, on which correspondents call in again, weaving the threads of news together into a clear pattern for you. CBS News reporting system is far-reaching and efficient. Its emphasis is on speed and accuracy. Why not take advantage of it? Get the news regularly through these two key programs, The World News Roundup in the Morning and The World Tonight. They're both heard on most of these same stations.
2: Come on, wake up. We're home. Dear.
1: Mm.
2: <laughs> Come on, get out of the car. We're home.
1: Mm.
2: Sweetheart, we're home. Oh. oh, boy, you're certainly a great one. You know, you <sighs> slept through most of that movie, and I was practically oh. lugging you around the dance floor.
1: Sorry, I really am. I'm just so tired. We really shouldn't have gone out, dear. Told you I wouldn't be much fun. It was hardly worth going after all the trouble to get a babysitter. Oh, I, you'd have to take her home, dear. Oh, oh, golly.
2: All right, all right. Where does this one live? What's her name again?
1: Debbie Dawson, and I don't know where she lives. I got her through Eleanor.
2: All right, send her out. I'll drive her home. Pretty late for a kid like that to be staying up. How old is she?
1: I don't know. She bounced in just as we left. I only talked to her for a minute, and then I couldn't understand what she said.
2: Oh, honey, what I you...
1: couldn't. I can't talk to some of our babysitters. We just don't seem to speak the same language. Different generations. Look, will you
2: stop that? You're only as old as you feel. And as long as you keep feeling young, we are young, I always say. <sighs> well,
1: maybe I'm growing too old for you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, old lady, let me open the car door for you.
1: Yeah, I haven't got the strength for it, that's for sure. Well, you can feel young again talking to the babysitter while you drive her home.
2: Yeah, look, if I'm going back to a class reunion, I better get into the swing of things again. Darling, I'll pay her. I got plenty. I cashed the to check today.
1: All right, and thank you, Debbie. Mister Piper will drive you home. I'll leave the back door unlocked, dear. I'm going to bed. Okay,
2: honey. Oh, hi. Well, come on, get in, Debbie. I'll get you right
1: home.
2: <laughs> there we are. Well, where to, young lady?
3: Two thirty-five Ridgewood.
2: <laughs> okay, doke <laughs> Well, tell me, uh, what grade are you in? Grade? Yes, in school.
3: Oh, oh, I'm just a dewdrop. You're what? Dewdrop, you know, wethead. Soft.
2: Oh, oh sophomore. Natch. You mean you're already a sophomore? Which high school do you go to?
3: High school? Are you whooping? I'm a stooge in prison.
2: You're what? Prison?
3: Aren't you latched on? What? State University, I guess you call it.
2: Oh. You mean you go to college?
3: Oh, I didn't want to go. I thought college was real greevy, really pulverizing. The thought of it just curdled me. But the old man flipped his wig, so I paddled out. And it's really tweety.
2: Oh. Pammy
3: Punderson and I have a roost at the henhouse house that's simply goo. Of course, I think Pammy's going to fliver because she's so, so guy-goony. She goes with the simply poisonous feeble greeble, and I think she ought to do a skull drive once in a while. Don't you?
2: Y- y- yes, yes, I, I certainly do. <laughs> Tell me, what exactly are you majoring in?
3: Oh, I don't know. Of course, the wrecks are real fruity, and all the scrags I've got give real sleepers. But when it comes to the specs, I thought I might be a mud chicken or an arky. That is, at first. But I think now I'll drizzle along with trying to be a fizz-whizz. What are you, Noodle?
2: I, well, it certainly sounds interesting. Yes, yes, indeed. I, I suppose you do a lot of homework.
3: Oh, what you
2: said. What? I just said uh, I suppose you do a lot of homework. You know what homework is, don't you? I mean, they, they still have that, don't they?
3: Oh, you ain't just whooping, but I don't do any.
2: Well, now look here, you'd better, if you want to get through school. Your father is sending you to school to get an education. I remember when I started college, which was, <laughs> well, 20 years ago, to be exact.
3: 20 years ago? 20 years? Now
2: look, that's not as long as it seems, as you'll soon discover.
3: I don't see how you can even remember
2: my dear young lady i am not so old in fact i was 16 when i was
3: anything over 10 years ago is a prehistoric fossil
2: i do not consider myself a fossil i am trying to impress on you the value of homework and you shouldn't look at it as though it's work in fact it uh, it can be lots of fun
3: (laughs) you get me home real fast mr piper i don't like the way you talk i think you're a bto yep
1: where have you been where have you been
2: I thought you'd gone to bed Gone
1: to bed i have been on the phone with debbie dawson's mother just what did you say to debbie dawson
2: what did i say to her i didn't say anything to her what did she say to me is more to the point boy were you right we certainly don't speak the same language the point is the point is that i took her straight home and when i came back i saw jack lundell's light on so i so i stopped in i knew jack had this thesaurus of american slang so i borrowed it here now look you go on back to bed i'm gonna look up a few things here and See, what the heck that kid said to me. What
1: did you say to her?
2: Nothing special. I couldn't even talk to her. Just told you that.
1: Well, you must have said or done something. Did you make a pass at her? Make a pass at her? Make a pass. Are you crazy? Well, she apparently told her mother you did. Make a pass at that... Like,
2: you're joking. You're, you're... Surely you're joking. Well,
1: I wish I were. Debbie was upset. Her mother was upset.
2: Well, I don't know any reason why Debbie should be upset. The only thing I said to her was that she ought to study harder. That kid doesn't do any homework at all. She told me so. Here, her father is throwing money away, sending that, that dizzy kid to college.
1: Dizzy kid? She is extremely bright. Eleanor told me that. She's going to be a nuclear physicist.
2: Nuclear... F- fizzwiz. That's what she said she was going to be. Fizz whizz is, is that the latest for nuclear physicists? I
1: don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. All I know is that the Dawsons are very upset. I should and think they
2: a... would be. Look, if Betsy grows up and talks like that, hey, is it possible that that unintelligible female is a sample of our future? I, she talks like a nut.
1: Oh, if it's just slang, don't worry about it. All teenagers go through phases no. like that. Anyhow, that is not what I want to know. Not what she said to you, what you said to her.
2: I don't know. She got mad when I suggested she do some homework. She called me a BTO. What is that? I don't know. I don't know what it is. That's why I stopped and borrowed Jack's thesaurus of slang so I could translate her conversation, which made no sense to me at all. As for making a pass out. All her,
1: right, thing, all I right. Have... I told Mrs. Dawson there must be some terrible misunderstanding. I I, I, I couldn't imagine you doing such a well, thing. Well, I should
2: think not. Well,
1: I was sure you wouldn't, but still you're a man, and I, I felt awful because... Well, with men, you never know.
2: Now, just what do you mean by that? Oh,
1: I don't know. You think a lot of things. You like mean it. to say it even crossed
2: your mind that well, I would ever, ever... She's a baby on top of everything else. She's 17. Oh, she looks 12. Well, she is
1: 17, or she will be next month. And before Mr. Dawson gets home from his lodge meeting, you better figure out what you said to his daughter to upset her so, or Mr. Dawson will be over here with his 22. Oh.
2: Well, look. Help me look through this book, will you? Here, here, here. Campus and Teenage Talk. Now, look, I'll try to review our entire conversation, at least my end of it. I, I don't know what she said exactly, but you look up words as I go along. I remember, now let me see, Tweety and dear, Greeble and...
1: Here, you said she called you a BTO. Yes. Here it is.
2: Yes? Yes, what, what What? does it mean?
1: Big time operator. Oh. Well, you better think and think fast. Oh. <laughs>
2: That that must be it. I remember I said to her, I suppose you do a lot of homework, and that that's when she started acting funny, and, and it said, she, you know, she said she didn't do any.
1: Yes, yes. And here it
2: is, here it is. Listen, listen to this. Homework doesn't mean homework anymore. Look, it's listed under necking. To necking? kiss. Yes, necking. To kiss, to neck, to pet, to cuddle. Currently known as doing homework. Homework. Oh,
1: for heaven's sake. Let me, let me, some other expressions are, come on, chubbin', start muggin' and come on goon let's spoon
2: and i did say to her remember homework i said to her now it comes back listen i said remember homework isn't work it's lots of fun you got to think of it that way i said oh Oh, my oh boy
1: (sighs) well don't worry don't worry it's as simple as that i'll call the dawson's right back and explain
2: oh no wonder well
1: you better get to bed and get some sleep no no, sir look i'm going to look
2: through this this thesaurus and catch up with the world Oh, now, let's see here. She said she had a roost in a hen house. That means roost, a room in a girl's dormitory. Oh, (laughs) Oh, no, girl. I tell you, I feel as though I'd wandered in from the Middle Ages. Yeah, I guess she's right. Twenty years is a long time. Things change. Honey, honey, listen listen (laughs) to these now, will you listen?
1: Put the book away now and come on to bed. Hello, kitten.
2: Hello, kitten. What's knitting? What's your troubles, Bubbles? Honey, come on. What's the deal, McNeil? Well, bake a cake and call me Cookies. Chop me up and call me Sue.
0: The couple next door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Buck with Virginia Buck, and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Mett, inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door.